Great day to you all, and welcome to the X Factors to Success podcast radio show. I am your host, Ruggiero Fratarcangeli, also known as the G-Man. And uh, a reminder, the five X Factors to your success is faith, family and friends, fitness, finance, and fun. I call this the circle of Fs to achieve your joy, peace, love, and true happiness in your journey of life. And today's guest is Aisha Ogle, and she is a wonderful young lady who's had a wonderful journey that she's going to share with us today. She was born and raised in South Africa in 1967, one of 10 children raised by struggling parents, father worked and stayed at home, mother. Her father was very religious, raised in an Islamic home, and his belief was children are seen but not heard. Even laughing got her into trouble. And as a reminder, she has a vision board that says, laughed often. They were often punished for not praying. Reading was Aisha's saving grace. She read everything she could lay her hands on, from Shakespeare to classics to poetry. Reading was her escapism. It opened her up to a world other than the one she lived in. She knew at a young age she was going to travel the world and live in another country. Her father didn't believe in education for girls, so she had to run away from her home to go to college and at age 17 and graduated at 21 years of age as a registered nurse. College helped her come into her own. Her son was born six months before graduating and he became her motivation to keep moving and growing. Aisha's first opportunity to travel came at age 22 when she arrived in Los Angeles, California and fell in love with the United States and met her husband at age 27. Had three more children and moved to the U.S. in 2004 when she got hired to a hospital in L.A. While living in L.A., they always gave back to the needy and her children were always an integral part of giving. They arrived to the U.S. with four children, suitcases, and a couple of boxes, but she always knew they had to continue giving back no matter what the circumstances. Through contacts Aisha's father had in Malawi, Africa, they initially began by financially supporting families, and this led them to create Hosea Foundation, which focuses on empowering children through education. She continued to empower herself through education and went on to achieve her master's in nursing and currently work as a nurse practitioner in a underserved community in Lancaster, California. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, please welcome Aisha Ogle. Aisha, welcome to the show. Thank you, Rogero. I appreciate being on your show. Thank you for taking time. Thank you for having me. Well, it's a pleasure to have you. I know that you and I met uh, about a year and a half ago, almost two years ago, at a a five-day seminar with... uh, uh, Jack Canfield. Yes. Called, yes. Called the uh, Breakthrough that, to Success. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was an amazing seminar. Absolutely amazing. And I and I, I feel so grateful to having met you. Same here. Same here. I know I, I had a, a long uh, bio of you, and it's pretty very impressive uh, what you've done so far in, in your life's journey, uh, Aisha. And uh, I'd love to uh, share your journey with the with my audience and hopefully it can inspire, empower others when they listen to your story and uh, the trials and tribulations that you went through and the success you have achieved. And again, our show here is to talk about the X factors to success, faith, family mm-hmm. and friends, fitness, uh, finance, and of course, fun. And 
we want to just have a casual conversation and, and uh, learn more about you. And I know that uh, we haven't uh, spoken for a while, but uh, we got in contact just recently to uh, invite you in the show. And you said, absolutely, you are grateful for it. So here you are today on our, on our show. Thank I, you for having me. You're welcome. Aisha, I always ask the first question to, the, uh, to all my, uh, my guests. How would you define success? So what's your definition of success? So, Ruggiero, my, my definition of success is living just consistent, living a life that is consistent with your inner purpose. So I see success not as a destination, but as a journey. And I see it just as living in the flow of your life, and just allowing your life to unfold without resisting anything that shows up. And that may be good and may be perceived as bad. Uh, just allow it to happen. Um, the way I liken it, it it's like swimming downstream. <laughs> and you know, you're swimming and there's an energy, a force that is propelling you downstream. And uh, whatever obstacles there are, there's always this current and this force that is navigating you past these obstacles. Um, I and I, I, I believe too, sorry, I believe too that to access is to be fully present, fully engaged in your life, to allow this greater power through you, which I define as success, mm. just allowing your purpose that's very powerful very powerful now uh, you know based upon the bio that i just read you are one of the ten children mm. of your family yes and can you tell us more yes. about about your about this journey of yours at uh, at a very young age as you uh went uh, ran away and uh something had to motivate you and i'm, and I'm going again it's motivating you now as you continue to grow your journey. Can you share with us maybe a little bit about uh, your journey that you ran away, you went to school, and then you came to the States? Can you give us a little bit more of a background there? Yeah, so uh, I think for sure I have to attribute my motivation and determination through reading. Because reading, I mean, this, as a little girl growing up in, in um, Africa, and not knowing anybody that had traveled abroad, reading pretty much took me to places that I would have never known about. That had definitely planted the seed for me. And I knew at a very young age that I pretty much could determine the outcome, had a big part in determining the outcome of my life. And I knew at a young age that I wanted to live the best version of my life um, and just continue to grow and expand and be a positive role model to you know my family and today and to my children and to just the community at large beautiful and uh, the best version of yourself as you indicated you're uh, you're reading shakespeare poetry and uh during those times and I, I know that you have a vision board now and you continue maybe revising your vision board what were the what were the visions that you had at young age that maybe you could inspire Others also, and maybe a young age right now who are listening to this podcast might uh, be inspired by your, uh, by your journey. Did you visualize? Did you, what was the process that you, you had in order to, to move forward, to move upward? So um, I just knew, you know, obviously, like I said, the reading played a role in it. But I also knew that my life and the way things were at that point in time, there were many limitations. There were many setbacks. There were many obstacles. But I knew in the depths of my soul that there 
it was more to life than that. Mm. And even though I hadn't seen it being demonstrated, I hadn't seen anybody, uh, there were no role models for me, but I just knew it. And, and I knew that to be true. I knew that I could dream and imagine and picture anything I wanted for myself and, and that it would be true. It would, would work out for me. Okay, so what are you most passionate right now overall in life about? Um, so my, I'm passionate right now is be, one of the things is that my prayer has always been to serve others mm. just because having come from where I come from, I know that the possibilities that exist within each of us. And I've always wanted to communicate that in some way to, um, to people that are in disadvantaged situations. So what I'm passionate about now, for sure, my career has led me to what I'm doing right now, which was not on my radar at all. I hadn't planned it. So as a nurse practitioner working in an underserved community in this country, being able to give back in ways that I never imagined, because I always imagined America as this dream of country of <laughs> uh, milk and honey and land of opportunity. Right. But God has actually put me in a position where I am now instrumental in serving and, and changing lives on a very influential level. But I'm also very passionate about the foundation that we have, which has been, which we started back in 2012. Okay. And the foundation has certainly changed okay. our lives and yeah, and given, given my life more mm. meaning, depth, more purpose. Aisha, we talked about uh, offline that the, this foundation. Can you tell us more? Give us the, the, the exact uh, pronunciation of the foundation uh, so we can talk about it. I believe that you had it uh, 12 years ago, and it's a family. Uh, 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 it's for family run, right? It's a 501C. Give us more about Yes. That. Yeah, so it is. Uh, we are incorporated in the state of California, but the foundation, it's the pronunciation is Busisa. Busisa, okay. And Busisa, yes, Busisa actually means blessings. There you go. In, 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 in Zulu. Zulu is one of the um, ethnic languages in South Africa. So um, we founded the, Busi, the Busisa Foundation uh, to serve um, children in Malawi. And the reason why we targeted, even though I'm not from Malawi. Okay. The reason why we chose Malawi is because Malawi is one of the poorest countries in Africa. Okay. So we know that poverty in, in Africa is, is real. I mean, it's like, yeah. it's pretty mind-blowing, mm -hmm. you know. But to, if you, uh, to have this country that literally has nothing, and I've, we've traveled uh, several times to Malawi, um, and it really just has a very special sp uh, place in my heart. And the reason why, another reason why we chose Malawi, there's a lot of children, orphan children in, in Malawi Is that, so? that have okay. lost parents, parents to either malaria or AIDS. So uh, a lot of the children in our organization are orphans. So how many children would you say that right now that your, uh, that your organization is, uh, is supporting right now, doing your best to support them? Well, right now is 148, and 148 is just literally scratching the surface right. uh, of what of the magnitude of uh, you know the need. 
but we had to cut down and literally tailor down to so to because of affordability you know because you know we have pretty much been running this mm-hmm. from pers- personal funds now the, uh, the foundation is also uh, your, your family is very involved as i understand correct yes and your children are yes. very very active in this year and they, they see you as a role model in your story and they can see the benefit uh, i know what to serve others be of service of others and that's a that's a that's a, that's a strong faith uh, aisha um and that, that is principles right. and, and values thank you you know that's beautiful to see that uh, you are making a difference in the world again one person at a time uh, the first 140 some odd uh, uh children right now and again uh, if we all partake in some activity to make the world better think how much we could really move uh, our direction of the world to, to create harmony and and peace and uh absolutely and, and that's what you're doing it's so beautiful so you definitely could see the uh, uh the passion that you're doing and uh you have mentioned that role models what would you say one or two or three role models that you may have had in your journey up to now well um, my main role model has been my mother because she has really um, taught me to be the woman I am today and demonstrated it because she really kept a very stable home in the face of adversity. Um, and I'm the woman I am and wife and homemaker I am today because of her demonstration. Um, and secondly, I know it kind of sounds a little bit cliche, but I want to say that um, Oprah has played a big role in my personal growth because I had to reach out of my family circle and out of anybody I knew to try to find some kind of meaning and purpose to Uh life. And um, being in South Africa, we had access to her shows and eventually like her magazines. and, And I actually coined the nickname Oprah because Kota, I would listen, I would follow like whatever she would recommend, I would practice. Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, it really, I didn't realize it at that stage, but it really shaped the woman I am today. And it really gave me that that added boost and, and, and added confidence to move on. Sure. I, um, she is uh, very influential. As a matter of fact, when I was reading your bio, it reminded me uh, for some reason of Oprah, her her contribution, her her school that she started in Africa. So I could see how she yeah. was influential in that. Okay. Um, and and yes. again, you see how one person leads to another person. It creates the compound effect of, of inspiring and motivating another person to take action and to be of service of others. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then person uh, also, I mean, he's an author. He's a very influential person is Eckhart Tolle. Because even though I had, I don't know if you're familiar with him, he's the author of The Power of Now. Yes, Eckhart Tolle, I've so, been following him as well. Uh, yes. And uh, what have you read from him lately? What would you say you, have you uh, I've read, I've read The Power of Now, I've read uh, A New Earth, I've read uh, If Stillness Speaks. I pretty much, I mean, I, if I don't have it on a hard copy, I have audio. <laughs> Um, I listen to his YouTube videos all the time, but what it has done for me is even though I kind of thought I had it all together, I didn't realize there was still stuff within me 
that I needed to deal with, that I had to go into and face challenges within me that I didn't even know existed. Hmm. But I knew that there was some some drawbacks, some challenges. I thought it was just life. And I started following Eckhart Tolle's work and I started turning the lens inside of me and I realized that there was work that needed to be done right. within. Again, change begins from the inside. Yes. Right. And when we're able to have clarity yeah. of purpose, one of the key principles of success, be clear of what you want, be clear of the purpose, and take 100% responsibility Respond. for your life mm -hmm. and, and results. And we can't stop blaming. As you and I know from the seminar of Breakthrough to Success and studying Jack Canfield's work, E plus R equals O. Equals O, exactly. Absolutely. And also, just to realize that whatever shows up in your life is usually a real reflection of what's going on within. So it's like the, you like looking at yourself in the mirror. If you don't like what you see, you fix yourself. You don't start beating up the mirror. <laughs> and a lot of us walk through life projecting outwardly, whereas we, you know, we need to go within and fix it, and then the goodness will show up yep, absolutely. on the outside. Absolutely, and uh, I truly believe in that. And again, um, you know, one of the exercises that we've done Remember at the uh, the seminar, the mirror exercise. And yes. For thirty days, and I still do enough for thirty days. But at times, I'll look at the mirror before I go to bed and say, "I am grateful. What a, what what difference do you make?" And I say to myself, "I love you." And we have to really say, "I love you," and really believe that you are making a difference in yourself, and search within the soul and be clear and 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 uh, elevate the uh, the good spirits of. of one soul, and I uh, truly uh, exercise that many times over, and I also share this exercise with others, and when, they, when people find themselves lost or confused or losing their way in their in their life's journey, so, uh, wow. you know, got so, so much success right now, and, and people say, well, success, you know, but you came to this country, and but you work hard, you, you work hard, you have, you're, yes. you, you're, you're a mother, you're a uh, mother of four children, and you have to you have to balance this very much. What would you say your biggest challenge, or you know, challenge, or that you've had so far uh, to handle the load of work that you're doing right now? For me, my biggest challenge has been to try to strategize my time and time management. Um, and I find often find myself saying. I've, busy I'm busy I'm busy and I'm trying to relook that statement because I realize that there's there's more to it than just my words mm. I have to take ownership for that that is something that I'm just pushing aside and putting on the back burner not dealing with but I have to own it and try to figure out a way to take care of it so um you know that's that's biggest challenge for me now at this point in time now i'm sure uh, i'm sure you learn there's a learning uh process there in the challenge and the mistakes or the failures that you make right right we all, yeah. all take pay of that so uh, you know people say that uh, you're lucky uh do, do are people just lucky you think you know i'm kind of like uh, uh, a little um a little partial on that. I would say yes and no. I would say that 
true su success, as I've stated before, is totally being in alignment with your uh, inner state. Um, where you, your inner state is pretty much dictating your outer purpose. Um, and people that achieve success, and yes, people do get lucky. People win lots of money. People come into wealth, you know, in different ways. Mm -hmm. um, uh, people that do um, achieve wealth and so-called success in this way, if they're not in a place of receptivity within them, then whatever they've achieved can actually come in as almost as a curse in their lives. It can destroy their lives or it could work against them. Mm -hmm. I agree. So, and I think that's what we see as luck. Like, oh, she got lucky, but is she ready to receive what the gift that's given? Perfect uh, um, um, analogy. You know, lottery winners, they win lots yes. of money. And study shows within three to five years, all the money they have, luckily one they lost and they became bankrupt and they destroyed the family and friends and uh very drastic situations happened to those individuals because yes they have the wealth but the mindset the mind the purpose is not in alignment and uh it's interesting to see when you say wealth money 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 uh, it's not all that it's uh, the the definition of uh, are you serving the best version of yourself Contribution. Exactly. Because you can have uh, the makings of success on the outside and be bankrupt inside. Wow. You know, and I think that's a very painful, uh, torment place to be in. Um, so, hmm. yeah, so I, I do and don't believe in luck. You know, I. We create our own, you know, a, a prepared mind, a prepared person create attracts right. the. Uh, uh, the luck and whatever success means to the individual could be a teacher yes. teaching uh, for many many years, uh, a chef, a person who's a, a gardener. A success. I mean, that, and that's the level of uh, they're doing to the best of bu their ability. So, Aisha, you have this foundation. You have mm -hmm. a wonderful family. You are in a uh, you're serving um, an underserved community as a uh, practitioner nurse. Do you have a breakthrough goal that you have in the next year or so you want to share with the audience? Or one breakthrough goal that you have a vision on your vision board? Right. So <laughs> my my ultimate breakthrough goal for us to have schools in Africa because education is liberating. And I'm I see myself as a living example and demonstration of that. But I would for sure want to expand uh, Busisa to make a difference to millions of children in Africa. I want to sit with you one day and say, we've now touched the lives of so many million children rather than where we are right now. So that is a goal to try to expand. And uh, also um, to motivate and inspire people in Africa. And I'd like to start with my home country of South Africa and just let people know that their worth and power lies within them and help them realize that and help tap into the sources that already exist mm. um, within them in order to make a difference in their lives. It's very humanitarian of, of you uh, because of your personal journey. And you said uh, quite eloquently, you know, when you have education, education elevates uh, elevates the, the world to a, to a whole new level. And we need more of you out there, Aisha. We need more of you. 
And again, it starts Thank with you. one person <laughs> and a compound effect. And I wish you all the best. And those of you who are listening up, folks, you know, this is a, a pure example of an individual who, who's uh, committed, who's, um, who has a vision to make a difference and to, to create that uh, momentum. If we all put our mind together, start with oneself and then share. Again, our purpose in this journey of life is to provide the service to others. Uh, whatever you serve out there comes back to you even more so. And there's always that universal, right. the universal law, you know. Absolutely. Beautiful. So, do you have any specific uh, uh, any specific goals to the uh, to end this year uh, that you uh, have in mind? Uh, I know that that we have 2018 is just around the actually, yeah. Well, it's almost <laughs> three more months to go. But uh, you have any specific uh, goal? I mean, I know you mentioned about the uh, long-term goal, breakthrough goal, but uh, anything specific that you want to share with the audience? Well, we, uh, I actually do, yes. So we actually started a library, which pretty much, I don't know if library is even the correct definition, okay. uh, in the center that we have in this village that we, uh, we, where we run our program. And it's been so successful. We've had a lot of children come in even after school because we initially started it for the weekends but kids come in after school and they sit and read books so we for sure want to uh, improve and expand on this library so we're looking to hopefully either raise money or maybe get some sponsorship of children's books that we could put into the library and we also sorry no no is this in, in malawi or in uh, in your community in, in la in in malawi, malawi okay yeah, because the, English is the second language there. So the children learn English in school and they have to pass English in order to pass the exam. So, oh, okay. Right. And even though it's not spoken at home, they have to know the language. So we've, we've had a lot of English books in our library so they can read and try to perfect the language okay, in so, that way. So I, this is what... When you grew up, grew up in uh, in your uh, South Africa, you learned the mm. language of Zulu. South Africa is predominantly English speaking. English, right? So I grew up speaking English. Okay. Yeah, but you know the different countries in Africa is different. They right. have their ethnic languages, which is generally the first the, the spoken language. Correct. You know, and then English is secondary. And then also right now we. Um, we provide meals for the children, which we're only able to do once a week, unfortunately. We do that every Saturday. So since 2012, every Saturday, we've provided a warm, cooked, uh, nutritious meal for the kids. And our intention is try to have that every day uh, because, you know, malnutrition, undernutrition is, is, is a big, huge problem in Malawi. How about medical attention? Uh, are you working on that as well? Um, or there are other organizations that you work in, in conjunction with? Um, I haven't done anything medically. I mean, I'd love to eventually. Um, I'm very, uh, very, I was very excited though to see that Madonna has built a children's hospital in the same city where my organization is. So, you know, there are some big players that are contributing but there's so much work to be done. Uh, but one of the other goals for this year is to try and we're going to build a kitchen or a, a cooking area for the children because that's a little bit challenging right now. Okay. Uh, 
and also we're increasing our scholarship funding for the kids. So a lot of them are getting ready to go to college. At what age do they go to college, uh, Aisha? Uh, what's what's the age? Uh, what would you say? I want to say the average age is about 16, 18, some 18. Okay. Almost very much like here. Okay. Okay. Awesome. So you are... Uh... You're very inspiring in, in the work. You see, very you're, you're very uh, uh, grounded and determined into achieving the goals that you want to achieve for, for uh, obviously a, a great a great cause. What are what would you say? One book that really really inspired you. If you if you would sum up one book, what's one book that inspired you the most? I know you mentioned a few things before, and you followed the. Uh, Eckhart Tolle and one of the last books again The Power of Now And but what's one one book if you yeah. yeah well that's exactly what I was going to say <laughs> <laughs> okay alright that's perfect uh, The Power of Now really um, was a very great inspiration to me and I think that's the reason why I kind of latched to Eckhart Tolle's work and just studied it more and more and more and the more I studied it the more it made sense because Anytime you're fully present in whatever it is you're doing, your presence is the channel for something bigger than you to come through. Hmm. And that's how I see it. And that's how I, I, I feel it. I experience it, especially when okay. dealing with my sick patients. I know it. I can feel a power big, bigger than me when I'm fully plugged in and fully hmm. present. So, if, yeah, this is one book. If there are, are there any other books that you would recommend to the audience? to enlighten them what would you uh what would you recommend well one of the other ones was uh, uh dr wayne dyer it was also been a big inspiration to me and the book just i i i have no idea how it came to me but the book actually found me i didn't find the book uh-huh. and this is the book i take when we go on vacation on a flight i read this book over and over it's called real magic creating miracles in everyday life and it's by Dr. Wayne Dyer, and it's it's um it's almost like a summary of everything he's ever written. But it's it's beautiful. It's it's just very uplifting and inspiring. And uh, thank you for um, recommending the audience. Real magic. You know that one there. I don't have that on my bookshelf, so I'm gonna put that in the show notes also and make sure everyone picks yeah, up. Yeah, I can. Okay, there you go. It's one of his earlier books, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes beautiful but it, it's just beautiful it's a beautiful piece of reading uh, you can feel his heart in it awesome and then secondly yep um it's a a book by um lucille willis and i know you've met her <laughs> and, and you've interviewed her and she's just a phenomenal and a amazing guess what i have right here (laughs) we're both showing each other the same book absolutely absolutely so tell us tell us about uh lucia willis Uh, she's one of our common friends as well she's an also an awesome human being but uh tell us more about your relationship with uh, lucille there so i met lucille at um breakthroughs for success we actually happened to be in a group together um, and I don't believe in coincidences. And I know that that God just ordained it to be that way. And just the same way I met you, I think we also did some kind of work together. 
people are brought in your, to your path for a reason. And uh, Lucille got to know about the foundation and she took a, a total interest in the Busisa Foundation. And she would text me her thoughts. I mean, literally, she was just pouring ideas and engagement, motivation into me. And she hasn't stopped. Yeah, I understand that you uh, uh, share uh, at least uh, once a week you have a conversation with? Yes, yes. She sends me, uh, you know, just any sort of encouragement and motivation, ideas. It's phenomenal. It's actually very, um, she has no idea how much she's actually, the difference she's made in my life because to me, this is so passionate that I see that kind of passion come out from, come out. Okay. just warms my heart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Awesome. And yeah, we're getting a little bit of a uh, connectivity a here. Different. Oh. Okay. 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 We'll back again. We'll back again. I'm sorry. What was the last? Uh, uh... Okay. So I was talking about Lucille Willis's book, uh, which I totally advise anybody listening to to go out and get a copy, because she gave me a totally different perspective of prayer. You know, God's face instead of His hand, and it it just gave me a very intimate way of viewing God and praying and connect, connecting with God. Um, Beautiful. And I'm, I'm, yeah, it's one of my absolute yeah. favorite. Well, thank books. you. For, thank you for the recommendations. That, and I always ask my guests to our top three, but uh, I will put all this in the show notes also for those listeners out there. You want to follow along, you, uh, you will have it and uh, go out there and reach out again, take action. You know, in order for uh, make changes, take action, education, yes. read audio books, and all the good stuff is out there. So, Aisha, we have a couple more questions before we wrap up uh, our this wonderful uh, interview here, this conversation, knowing more about you, and looking forward to knowing more about you in the future. Uh, okay. Um, if you were conducting this interview, what one question would you ask yourself, and why? I know it's a big, challenging question. This was asked to me years, years ago, and I always have it in my in my list of questions when I uh, speak with with others. And uh, can you give us some insight? If you were into conducting this interview, what question would you ask yourself, and why? Um, you know, to myself, I would probably address my younger self. Okay. Can I? Can I twist the question around? Oh, it, it is, this is yours. It's all, <laughs> it's all yours, Aisha. <laughs> okay. So, um, for sure, to my younger self, I would say, I mean, um, I know it's not a question, but a statement I would make for sure is uh, to relax and know that everything is going to work out for you good. The good things, the bad things, everything comes together and it's, it, 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 you know, it's, Mm. makes you who you are at the end of it all and that uh, the universe supports your growth and evolution in every way because I remember being young and sometimes going through some rough patches and thinking life was hard and looking back now I know life is never hard you know life is yes we may achieve we may go through experiences that are challenging but sometimes if you take a step back and you look at it and you realize that life is going to unfold the way it's meant to unfold, and it's always to support you, 
whether it, whether it looks bad, feels bad, it's there for your good. Mm. So to my younger self, if I had shared this information, I think I would have saved myself a lot of Interesting. Heartache. <laughs> <laughs> I have to agree with you. At times, I reflect and I go back to say, at what age would I go back, my teenage years, and and say to myself, like you said, things will come together. Relax. Be, yes. be clear. Be focused. In alignment. Let life be. Let life unfold itself. Experience right. the life that is in front of you. Mm-hmm. And navigate through those uh, those uh, stormy days and and uh, stormy nights and and those high waters, low waters. The things that are there for purpose. So um, uh, definitely in alignment with your uh, with your reflection on that. There, I like that little twist there. You're the first my first guest <laughs> who took a, a different twist on it. So thank you, thank you, Aisha. Uh, I know that you're you're you making a big impact one day at a time one human being at a time, what imprint or legacy would you leave behind? Let's say it's 100 years from now. It's 100 years from now, and uh, I'm sure that sometime in the future you'll write your own book or books, memoirs, essays. And I'm not, I didn't even ask you, are you working any on a book or, or have in mind on your vision <laughs> board to write a book? You know, actually... I never did until um, a cousin of mine, we went on an Alaskan cruise recently and we we did the cruise as self-reflection and meditation time and alone time because no kids, it was just her and I and she turned 50 and that's what she kept saying. You got to start thinking of a book. You got to start writing things down. So I believe God speaks to us through people, the universe speaks to us. So, I mean, it's something definitely I'm thinking about. Okay. Yeah. So let's say <laughs> you, you have a book or two or three out there in the next uh, decade. Uh, again, what legacy or uh, imprint you want to leave behind and when someone will pick up that book 100 years from now, what will they say about uh, Aisha Ogle? Well, the le- the legacy I'd love to leave behind is just the le- the power of giving back and being of service and you know my dream and my my prayer my goal is to demonstrate that that in in a way that is relatable to the average person because you know i i didn't came from very humble beginnings and even where we are right now i can see how much we've achieved and if i if we continue on on this path I pray that 100 years from now that it's grown so much that it's it's obvious and resonates with anybody that's willing to step into the ground. Mm. Uh, because there's many children out there, uh, and I keep making reference to Africa because that's where I'm from. And, right. uh, you know, there's a lot of poverty, real poverty in Africa. Uh, many children, they have a lot of potential and they have a lot of uh, power and potential, but will never ever achieve their goals uh, unless they're given a chance to. And my legacy is to give many children the opportunity to achieve their goals. I love it. And, you know, we all have dreams within each and every human being. We have a dream and we have a passion. And uh, 
and that's your that, that's your that's your goals. Uh, and a hundred years from now, we're gonna look back and say, this beautiful woman, Aisha, is a beautiful human being who made a difference in the world. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Aisha. Where can the audience find more about you? Uh, where, tell us uh, any social media website for the foundation, and also a list yeah. on the show notes. So please tell the audience where can we find you? Okay, so for sure, uh, on uh, we have a website, and it's busisa.org. That's so it's b u s i s a dot org. Dot org, yes. Okay, and. And also, we um, our Facebook page is Busisa Foundation. Uh, we also on Instagram, uh, and I want to say that's also Busisa.org. Oh no, I'm hold on. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I my kids are very much involved, and my son is the one that is the, the, All the social media technology savvy. I, I love it. Okay, the social media expert. <laughs> yeah. So. I'm sure the audience will find it. I'll, so, I'll put it in the show notes. Go ahead. They'll find it. Right. Yeah, and we're also on Twitter, too, Beautiful. as Busisa Foundation. Now, right. And they, uh, if they want to contact you, they contact you via, what's the best way to contact you? Uh, what, is through, the, uh, so, through, through the website? Through the website, we have a, a contact portal at the bottom of the page. Okay. Um, let me look. Yeah, we have a contact information, but you know, I could also, I don't mind you posting my uh, uh, email address, which I can email to you, okay. which is, um, it's just, it's aishaogle at busisa.org. Okay. It's my, my I email. Will, I will put that in the show notes. So folks hear that, um, try to make an effort to go on to the uh, websites and, and, uh, Look more into it, and if you feel inspired, empowered to uh, provide support uh, at this uh, wonderful cause and foundation that Aisha uh, has, and give her give her a shout out and look into it and see where you can uh, be of any uh, any of service uh, with her. So definitely, we'll uh, have the, all those things on the show notes, Aisha. Beautiful, thank you very much. So Aisha, before we let, before we go, what last comments and or inspiring encouragement before we say farewell? Until next time. Well, firstly, I just want to congratulate you. You just, I'm so proud of you and all the work you are doing. You, It's absolutely amazing. And I know you and I chatted before this, um, I think last week on the phone, and we kind of caught up with where we were on our journey uh, towards <laughs> yes. growth, our growth. I was really impressed and totally in I also want to say regarding the foundation, um, I mean, we started Busisa Foundation not because we had excess money or wealth. Uh, we started it just to um, to, to uh, just to give back. But the rewards that we have seen has in the children and in our lives have been absolutely phenomenal. Um, when I we actually just had our website redesigned. So I was going through our pictures and where we started to where we are now. I mean, you can see a difference in the children and how they've thrived over the years. Um, and I, 
the joy and the the peace i just cannot fully express the amount of um you know that that being involved in something like that has brought to us and also the miracles that have happened in our lives that are totally unexplainable mm. and it's just been a phenomenal journey and i would advise anybody that has the you know any interest in doing it to just start where you are i mean it doesn't take much to make a difference in the world you don't need tons of wealth to make a difference and even if it's just one life it's a lot and uh today i mean today is actually a special day too because my kids are actually down in skid row in la downtown la okay doing a food drive right now as we speak and i know it's the evening there for you but it's five o'clock in the <laughs> for us in <laughs> california uh-huh. but, <laughs> so you know i mean they they have they do it with such passion and they love and i can see them just their lives just thrive by doing what they're doing so i want to Thank you for allowing me this opportunity to talk about it and hopefully somebody out there that is looking to make a difference especially from a financial point of view you know we tend to hold on when we don't have the less we have the more we try we try to cling on to what we have and yet that's a perfect opportunity to actually open your hand and give and then see what happens in return so and and it's yeah beautiful well um, you. Aisha, you're doing a wonderful job out there, and uh, many blessings. God bless you. And uh, one of our pre- one of our X factors to success is faith, and you truly have faith, and you have family and friends built into this uh, life of yours, and uh, the spiritual fitness, uh, the the financial part of it. Also, is, these are all X factors to whatever you're achieving, and, and truly, you are a, a beautiful testimonial. And from something very small creating a, a compound effect of change in the world so i want to thank you for taking thank time you. um i know maybe you w- would have gone to the food drive with your with your family but you're spending a little time <laughs> here an hour with uh with the x factors <laughs> success podcast show many blessings much continued success to you and it sure is a true blessings to have met you at breakthrough to success through jack canfield's uh training and you can see truly, for those of us uh, who are looking to go to seminars and reading different books, Aisha, we cross roads and look at us now. We're, we're making a difference, as you said. So I, uh, I look forward to uh, have you on Thank the show you. I appreciate a- a- that. again. And you're more than welcome to come in and speak about uh, your success and your continued journey. Aisha, please uh, reach out to me. Let's keep our, let's keep our uh, communications open and see how we flourish to make a difference in the world. Absolutely. Well, sure will. Well, and thank you so much for reaching out. And uh, I know that the sky is the limit for you. Well, you, you're just doing absolutely amazing work. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you. So, ladies and gentlemen, you've listened to Aisha Ogle. And truly a blessed, uh, beautiful woman that's uh, making a difference in the world. Please check her out on our website. Uh, I'll leave all the show notes down there. And uh, reach out to her. She, I'm sure she'll be more than glad to... Uh, uh, to respond to you and to share uh, with you her, her doings. And uh, don't forget, you are listening to the X Factors to Success podcast show. And again, the reminder, the five key X Factors, faith, family and friends, fitness, finance, and fun. Until next time, please check us out on www.xfactors2success.com and our Facebook page, Instagram, Twitter, 
and reach out to us. Please rate, share this show. I repeat, share the show with your family and friends, and hopefully they could be inspired and to be motivated to make changes in their world. Live with purpose, passion, and make a difference every day.